0: Hello, book lovers. It is terrific to be welcomed back for another book club. I am Andrew Popel, joining you from Final Draft every Saturday morning and Wednesday evening. And I have brought for you, just in time, for the public holiday weekend, when I'm sure you'll be looking for something fabulous and new to read, Jane Rawson's A History of Dreams. Jane Rawson is the author of novels, essays, and non-fiction. She won the Aurealis Award for Science Fiction for her novel From the Wreck. And A History of Dreams transports the reader to Adelaide in the late 1930s. Margaret, Esther, Phil and Audrey are finishing high school, dreaming of what the future might hold. Margaret wants to attend university, but her father forbids it as improper for a young woman. Within their lives and their families, each of the women is constrained in their own way by the society around them. The world seems to be pushing them towards marriage and nuclear families, no matter what they want for themselves. But Audrey has a way to fight back. A secret passed down through generations of spinster women. Audrey is going to teach the others witchcraft. Together, the group formed the Semaphore Supper Club and wield power over dreams to instigate changes in their social lives. Their influence begins as small changes, shifting the perspective of the men in their lives, nodding them towards equality. Their mission becomes serious, however, when the club uncovers a conservative cell amongst a male poet's group. These men come together to tout nationalist myths that erase all but those they deem worthy. Bent on power, they are emboldened by the events in Europe. Can a group of young witches with the power of dreams defeat a rising tide of authoritarianism that would have them all chained in their homes? Now, a history of dreams hits this kind of Pitch perfect period atmosphere of the early 20th century in Adelaide. In Margaret, Esther, Phil, and Audrey, we're presented with four protagonists who are varied and sympathetic whilst also pushing out against stereotypes of their position in their society. More importantly, perhaps, is that the novel reminds us that the rise of racist nationalism in the early 20th century was not the exclusive provenance of an Austrian house painter. A History of Dreams shows us how the frustrated ambitions of small minded men can be bent towards oppression no matter where they hail from. Now we travel alongside the quartet of witches as they grow into their power and their place in the world. Despite being able to manipulate dreams, they find themselves stymied in making their own dreams a reality. We're shown that power and strength are held within institutions, and despite the four's efforts, they're always working from without. Now, it's interesting to think, on the ease with which male power wields itself within the novel, the men declaim their presumed superiority openly and with impunity. They don't care who hears this. This sets up a tension between the magic of the semaphore supper club and the power of institutions, the weight of societal expectation. The world of a history of dreams parallels our own up to a point Of course, the witchcraft is an initial departure, and this plays on the notion that women at that time had perhaps very little in the way of power. Young women seeking to influence their future might well have thought of choice or autonomy as being fanciful, as a dream. Equally, they would have had to work subtly, changing minds through persuasion rather than exerting brute force. The metaphor of the exercise of power is extended as the Semaphore Supper Club's opponents are able to command increasingly powerful forces. These are not foes who have to win hearts and minds. They exercise fear and sow division. A prominent arm of this authoritarian government is even called Orders and Borders. And, well, I'm not going to tell you how to interpret that. This is an alternate history of Australia. I'm not going to give up the secrets of the novel, but suffice to say, it has much to say about conservative flirtations with nationalism and authoritarianism. The power to change dreams is an intriguing one. It involves crafting a frame of mind and a way of thinking that will influence actions, both big and small. It's about what we believe and how we take that belief out into the world. It's the opposite of big gestures with little substance and looks instead of the long term. I can't for the life of me imagine what Jane Rawson might be getting at with this. I really enjoyed A History of Dreams. It is intriguing. It is an absolute uh, trip to sort of take this historical journey and fascinatingly frightening to look at an alternate history of our country. Thank you so much for having me for Book Club. Join me again on Saturday morning for Final Draft. And as always, happy reading. Bye now.